Hello, and welcome to another episode of May the Power Protect You, the Power Rangers podcast, where we talk about anything and everything going on in the Morphing Grid, whether it's fan conventions or, you know, surprising bursts of Super Sentai releases, or getting back to that show that we thought we finished recapping and then we didn't. Um, <laughs> with you, as always, of course, is one of your co-hosts. I am Kevin, and with me is... Wearing a, a fashionable new necklace, I'm Joel. <laughs> Okay, work. Um, <laughs> it's a reference to a thing we're going to talk about later. Well, I know, I know. I just. A necklace, air um, quotes. Uh huh. Well, anyway. <laughs> in certain sectors of the uh, gay community, it certainly looks like something else. <laughs> and that's how we know they don't have gay interns on Power Rangers Dino Fury. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> well, okay. Uh, they have them on Dino Fury because they definitely call it a color in the episode, but at Netflix, they're like, it's a necklace, and I'm like, uh huh, sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. that's that's fair. That's fair. Oh, we'll have we'll have fun talking about this episode, I think. Yes. Um, but before we get started, as always, we really just encourage our listeners to find a way to be a hero in your own way. You know, whether that is supporting um, the Black Lives Matter movement or the continued attack on reproductive rights and trans and LGBT rights uh, in the nation you know whether that's donating your time signing petitions donating money whatever it might be find a way to be a hero in your own way um because that's the only way that we can you know get through all of these insane things and moments in history that keep happening repeatedly is by banding together and being there for each other so just find a way to be a hero in your own way um so to get things started uh we are kind of excited i feel like because it's that time of year again it's hasbro pulse con uh so the third annual pulse con i feel like at this point yes. um or semi-annual however they do it but we will have uh pulse con coming out with a power rangers brand panel during the convention and pulse con will be happening between september 30th and october the 1st uh, the description they gave for the PulseCon panel for Power Rangers was, It's Morphin Time, Ranger Nation. The Hasbro PulseCon Power Rangers 2022 panel is packed full of exclusive content, news, and reveals brought to you by fans, speakers, and some more phenomenal guests. Tune in on September 30th for all the latest news from the second half of Season 2 and beyond. So, Joel, what what are your thoughts, what are your hopes, expectations for this Power Rangers panel? Like, What are you hoping to see? Um, I mean... <sighs> I'm not 100% sure, because, like, I mean, the, the interesting mm-hmm. thing is this is literally going to drop. They're, this is going to happen the day after season two, the second half of season two yeah. drops. So, like, yeah, I'm curious how, like, spoilery they'll get. I, I mean, we may actually get more details about Cosmic Fury. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, like, I don't know that they would debut the suit. Like, if there's a suit change, I I, I don't know. I, I, I'm sure we will get some kind of news. We will get some kind of hint. Um, yeah. I'm... Like, we might get more news about the toys, maybe. Like, obviously, mm-hmm. um, I, I, I'm not, I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure what to think of this panel that we're going to get or what we'll for sure get. Yeah. What about you, Kevin? Do you have any ideas? Like, are there anything you're hoping for? I mean, I think maybe a teaser trailer or something. I could see them, like, unveiling. Because the fun thing is, they could just keep the Dino Fury suits, like we talked about last week, yeah. and they could just have the Zords, all of Mighty Morphin Season 2 and 3. So I, I think it'd be kind of a fun tease to like show us maybe a hint of what we are getting. 
but I feel like we'll probably get some good retrospectives and reflections on Dino Fury Season 2. I'm assuming the Dino Fury cast will be there to have a small panel. Yeah. Um, and I'm assuming we'll probably see like the rest of the upcoming wave that was revealed with Coda and Zoe. So we'll hopefully get to see concept art at least of... <laughs> the Dino Fury green figure and uh, the leaked putrid figure that uh, has been going around. So we shall see what will happen. Um, um, what do you like? So you, the, you, we usually have like an exclusive figure. Do you think we'll get one yeah. this year? And what do you think it might be? I, yeah, I think so. I feel like it'll just be another reissue of something. Um, Cause you know, last year was Pudgy Pig and like the lunchbox, so I would assume we'll probably see like a monster figure get something, or maybe we'll get something crazier. Who knows? Um, yeah, because it feels but, yeah. like we would have known by now. Because I feel like we knew about that Pudgy Pig figure. We did uh, like two or three months before PulseCon yeah. happened. So yeah, I, my best guess would be like maybe a two pack of something, like a reissue, maybe Tangos or something. I could see that. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But I just, I, I, so I did have a thought. I want to jump back mm-hmm. to the panel and kind of talking about Dino Fury and Cosmic Fury. Yeah. So you mentioned like, you know, oh, they could do a thing with like just keeping the re-soldier suits and doing like a season two of Mighty mm-hmm. Morphin thing. Totally agree. Mm-hmm. That would be really interesting. Mm-hmm. Also be kind of cool if they kept the re-soldier suits, but also just use the other Power Ranger suits they have. Like maybe not made the whole, a whole team, a new team, mm-hmm. but just use those suits and was like, hey, this is another Ranger. Because, mm-hmm. like, if they've got them, why yeah. not? Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's entirely possible. Um, you know, I think the one thing I'm kind of dreading, I know some people were kind of, like, making concept videos and stuff of, like, the Dino Fury Rangers transforming into, like, the Kira Majors, for example. Like, I really don't hope... That's one thing I hope with Cosmic Fury we don't get is, like, the Super Mega Mode type thing yeah. again. Because that was... Like that was a mess. It's redundant. Like, why would you morph a second time? Like it. Yeah. So I, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But I really, I I'm excited. Um, I am excited to see what exclusive goodies we have. I will not miss the Pulse concert this year. Like I still regret that very much. So yeah. Um, <laughs> Who who do you think the ranger for the Pulse Cons uh shirt will be this year? I mean, I feel like it's gotta be probably Zato because that feels like mm-hmm. next to Izzy. That's the other one you push. Um, yeah. It would be cool if they did Amelia, considering the fact that yeah. they would then make all three of the rangers that they've used, the mm-hmm. female rangers. Yeah. <laughs> Which is would be a cool thing to have, but I, I yeah. have a feeling it'll probably be Zato, because mm-hmm. we also know something big happens at the end of Dino Fury. Like, we've been, like... I mean, something big happens at the end of every season, yes. yes. But... <laughs> you know you know i i might um yeah i don't know i i kind of i want i want to see a void knight shirt let's see if they do void knight that would be interesting do all villains that'd be kind of fun do all villains i could see them doing that yeah i could see them doing like a uh megatron shirt and you know vader and uh cobra commander and i don't know any of the rest of these so i'm just gonna yeah i mean maybe cool as void knight or if they did void queen because honestly i would yeah Literally, it would be, like, so quick if it was Void Queen. Yeah. Yeah. Or, hey, Hasbro, get some restocking of the previous shirts and offer those, too. I'm just saying. Um, but, yeah. Like, I think it'll be fun. I always enjoy getting to see these brand panels. And, you know, no matter what happens to certain parts of the fandom, have fun with it and enjoy it. And if it's not for you, it's not for you. 
So we'll see what happens. For sure. <laughs> but uh, any last thoughts about um, PulseCon coming up at the end of the month? Uh, I did have a thought of a thing it could be. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've gotten the Morpher for the Yellow Ranger. We've gotten the Power Daggers. Um, kind mm-hmm. of the thing we're missing the helmet. Oh, yeah, the helmet. So I, I wouldn't, yeah. that probably wouldn't be a shocker to get that, to complete that yeah. trifecta. <laughs> um, yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, and that would mean we would only have one helmet to go. Other than green, because we've not gotten a lightning collection green uh, yeah. ranger. Which I, yeah. I also forget about, because who, who cares? It's Tommy. Like, <laughs> I mean, we've gotten the dragon dagger, so that's why I also, yeah. like... Yeah, I, which I forgot is like was the first weapon we got. It is mm-hmm. still kind of crazy. Yeah. Uh, yep. it is. Someone it who is. just got the power lances, I'm mm-hmm. not going to lie. Love this for you. <laughs> I don't love it for me. I hate it for me. But <laughs> and now you see why I didn't get them. I, I know, I know. But like, in theory, <laughs> I w- I'm putting together a cosplay. It mm-hmm. makes... Yeah, but anyhow, this is not oh, Joel's gosh. therapy podcast about... <laughs> it's it's not? I thought that's what this was oh, for the last yeah. two years. I mean, sometimes. Huh. Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, I just that, but, that's the one other thing I can think of that we could potentially get from this panel. Yeah, that would make sense. That, that makes a lot of sense. So, But yes, so look for the PulseCon panel on September the 30th, and we cannot wait to share our reactions with you all, mm-hmm. so... Um, all right, so moving on, uh, before we do episode discussion, it was kind of a slow news week, but we had kind of a burst surprise news that kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, but for the first time in North America, we are going to see Bakuryu Sentai, Abba Ranger, uh, the complete series will release in November with all episodes of the series from Shout Factory. So after uh, the surprise reveal of Five Man coming back, uh, we are now moving forward in time with our Super Sentai DVD releases. Uh, those of you that do not know, uh, Bakuryu Sentai Abba Ranger was the original source material for Power Rangers Dino Thunder. So I think for some fans, a lot of them are really excited to see this series get an official subtitle release, um, especially because there's not many fan subs of it other than like the really badly translated ones. Uh, so Joel, what were your thoughts on seeing Abba Ranger getting a confirmed release date? I mean, I'm excited. And also, again, like another thing I need to spend money on because I'm just like, oh, I need to catch up i need to get the mm-hmm. seasons i don't have or the series i don't mm-hmm. have um mm-hmm. the temptation is to just skip to and get abba ranger honestly mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean not yeah. that i haven't skipped around before um i'm just yeah it's it's exciting i hope we continue um you know and this should hopefully put to rest the bunch of like you know doomsayers because i feel like between the fact mm-hmm. that we have a ton of lightning collection figures the fact that the sentai mm-hmm. dvds are coming back um mm-hmm. like obviously these were profitable obviously they're like selling mm-hmm. well um the thing i find interesting is they don't have the movies for this one and i've seen people point out that mm-hmm. with abba ranger this is kind of where it starts that the movies are plot important to the show mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i'm wondering if we won't get if they sell well enough, if they continue that at some point we won't get maybe like a movie collection DVD of like, here are the Super Sentai movies for X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Or if, because, you know, we've Shout Factory has started doing common Rider series, and at least for Zero One, I know they had not all of the stuff, but they had like some of the additional 
mm-hmm. series. I wonder if they yeah. won't get to a point where they maybe start doing that with Super Sentai, which would be really exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll yeah. just suck for the ones that they didn't do that for, but I'm hoping, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, the fact we're getting them is, I think, a big deal. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It is. And I think I think it really came down to like contract negotiations and COVID and everything else kind of putting a stop to it for a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I would not be surprised because really, yes, the movies do have some plot relevance throughout each season, starting with Opera Ranger. I wouldn't be surprised if they wait until Gokaiger to like do a Gokaiger release and then release like a set of movies. That would... Since that's all in the same universe. I could see them doing that. Yeah, that would make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. But... But yeah, no, I think it's exciting. Um, I am really curious to see if they're going to continue their pattern they've started, which was doing like an older Sentai before G-Ranger and then doing a, the next Sentai. So if you had to pick for your next old Sentai, like pre-G-Ranger, like what would you want them to sub as the next release? Um, I blank on a lot of the earlier names before G-Ranger, cause mm-hmm. they, they, but the one that's... Uh, it's a three-person team at first. It's a lion, like red, yeah, uh, dolphin, and then there's like the rhino, and I mm-hmm. forget what the black ranger is. That one, whatever mm-hmm. that one is, <laughs> I can't remember. Uh, that. yes, that's Live Man. Yes, so that one. <laughs> yeah, li- I think Live Man would be a really fun choice. It's apparently really well beloved by the fans. I think that would be fun. Um, for me, I would want to see Hikari Sentai Mask Man, um, since it's very like kung fu key oriented, and I like the suit designs for them. Yeah. So. Um, and the theme song I like a lot, so. <laughs> I mean, um, I'm excited for, like, I think this next kind of, the, like, the current ones, because, like, Decker mm-hmm. Ranger I've seen and I really enjoyed. Um, mm-hmm. I've never seen Magi Ranger, and I would love to have the chance to be able yeah. to watch it. Um, then yeah. we get into, like, Bokinger, which is, like, mm-hmm. very good. Uh, yeah. Gekker, oh, like, if I can get Gekker yeah. Ranger on DVD, I will be so happy. Um, mm-hmm. But what I thought was interesting, too, is so obviously, you know, huge, like, oh, my God, you know, shock and awe about the fact that we're getting these um, DVDs mm-hmm. continued. Um, but it did spark an interesting conversation that I also saw about the fact that, like, Power Ranger DVDs have kind of stopped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we've not, Beast Morphers has not been released in any kind of physical media form. Um, yeah. You know, samurai DVDs obviously are very hard to get because um, if you remember, once they pulled them from Netflix, these prices spiked on them to really ridiculous levels. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've seen a lot of discussion in the fandom about like, oh, hey, they should really maybe do like another set like, um, you know, uh, Shout Factory did those like Mm -hmm. season one through four, four through eight sets doing one for the like Neo Hasbro era that has like Mm -hmm. Super Samurai through Super Mega Force dino charge mm-hmm. through super ninja seal like doing that kind of thing yeah what would you think of that kind of did you get did you see any of that conversation conversation what, I, what are your thoughts i saw i saw some of it i just kind of dismissed it because i mean it's it's something that we can't control yeah um i would not be surprised with the 30th anniversary next year um i would not be surprised if we start seeing some reissues of these dvds and i'm assuming that's probably why we haven't seen them yet it's probably because it's a chance to one make special 30th anniversary editions and two is a chance to kind of like repackage them and like sell them again so i would not be surprised if we end up seeing a reissue maybe even on blu-ray for the series um but yeah i'm not sure like we'll see what happens uh i think it would be really cool though if we do get a 30th anniversary set that's like the entire series yeah 
it wouldn't surprise me. So I I am guessing that it will show up at some point. So for sure, uh, it did tickle me though because uh, Simon Bennett uh, did chime in. He is like, people still buy DVDs. He's like, hashtag runs for cover. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that was. I mean, that's. Cute. I thought that was. Cute. Yeah. He, yeah, he, that's the thing too. He, he's not. I don't think he's being like, oh, there never will be DVDs. I think he's just being like funny and which yeah. is, like Simon, Simon likes to troll a little bit. He does. <laughs> he does. He he knows his fans, so which is good. Um, but yeah, so look for Bakuri Sentai Abba Ranger in November. Uh, you will actually only be able to get it from Shout Factory for the first couple of months because uh, they are doing like a Shout Factory direct release. Nice. Uh, so, but that does not mean they will not be showing up in other video stores. Uh, so you know, if you want Abba Ranger early you can get it from the shop factory direct website or you can wait and see it in your stores in a few months so that's only a couple of months away which is wild so yeah and if you want to um, see more of this stuff support it um yeah shop factory Watch is by no means a small factory or uh, company by any means but they still need support to continue mm-hmm. doing this um, also they tend to have a lot of good sales so like just keep an eye on their stuff um, yeah so just just wanted yeah, to throw sure. that in <laughs> yeah support the official release so all right, but now kind of doing a little bit of a rewind uh, and catching up. So uh, those of you that have listened to us for a while, you know, we always try to recap episodes every week. Um, and whenever the Netflix releases came out for season two, we decided to kind of do one episode a week and go from there. And then somewhere along the way, um, you know, I I blame our unnamed intern. Uh, we lost track of episodes and didn't get to cover the last two episodes of the first half of season one uh or season two so we're gonna go ahead and just pick right up where we left off especially given the fact that dino fury season two will be dropping in 19 days as of this recording so uh so this week we're going to talk about season two episode 10 losers weepers this episode was directed by caroline bell booth story by becca barnes alwyn dale and guy langford with a teller play by guy langford as well uh with this Quick episode summary, uh, Ion and Izzy find a secret stash of cash in a powerful necklace <clears throat> that turns creators mega size. Creatures, I think is what I meant to write. Oh, creatures. Okay. <laughs> we, we, we need to fire that in turn. We really do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, let's get started with this episode. Joel, uh, what were your initial thoughts? How, how are you feeling about this episode? You know, we... What, what did you think? Um, It's an interesting episode. Like, I remember when I first watched it being kind of like... Uh, meh on it. Um, mm-hmm. it. So the episode center around, centers around Izzy and Ion, which is like an odd pairing, but not a bad I guess, one. Yeah. It, it's just like, it's mm-hmm. a very like, these are two characters that we have. Let's throw them together. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it, I, I don't mind it. I do think like both Tessa and Jordan are great throughout this episode mm-hmm. um, in every aspect of like, you know, arguing with each other, being friendly with each other, like, sympathetic. I really like, kind of, their relationship, and I think they do just a very good job together. Um, It is kind of... It's a simpler episode, but I think in this rewatch that I did before this Mm -hmm. we recorded today, I kind of came away more favorably. (laughs) Yeah, Um, that's fair. It's probably because I've been away from Dino Fury for a couple months, and I'm just, like, getting back into it. It's just like, oh, my God, I love this cast. Oh, my God, I love kind of what their show is doing. Uh, it's yeah. nice to be back. <laughs> I think that mm-hmm. also might be coloring my rewatch a little yeah. bit. Um, but it could be. I, I do. I did really like. I, I the second rewatch, I, I've softened on it. I do really like it. I think it's fun. Um, it's got a couple of really fun points. We'll get to talk about in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do kind of want to ask, what did you think of this episode? 
Yeah. I mean, I think it was definitely, it's an adorable episode in the terms of, like you said, having an unlikely pair team up and, like, get to interact with each other in terms of, you know, Ion and Izzy. But also, too, like, I really think this was a good episode because it's definitely, like, one of those, like, common issues that you run into where it's like, oh, kid finds money and then they think money will make them happy. Um, so it was a, it had a good episode message to it as well. Um, and I think the actors had a lot of fun doing that. Um, I'm sure that Jordan had a lot of fun, like, getting in the costuming and doing all the, like, shopping montage stuff. Like, I'm sure that's always a fun time as well. Yeah, um, I'm a little bummed but, that the gold shimmery jacket gets given away because I do think it looked really good on Jordan. Yeah. I'm like... But I... <laughs> but I think that was, like, the big thing was, like, that was part of it. So it yeah. makes sense. But, um, but yeah, so the episode opens, of course, with uh, Ion and Izzy uh, racing through the forest on their bikes. And uh, I, l- I liked that part because it did, did it make you, like, feel like a Ninja Storm vibe yes, for a second absolutely. There? I was like, oh, yeah. we're going extreme in this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was very nostalgic for us old Ranger fans. Um, so, but, yeah, it was just a lot of fun. And, of course, uh as they compete, you know, you get these action shots and Ion accidentally knocks Izzy over and she falls over. Um, and they crash land near a truck that, uh, is labeled area 62, which we of course know is the base of the villains. Um, and they find a interesting necklace. (laughs) And of course, Izzy being, you know, Ion's guide to Earth in this episode introduces him to the concept of finders, keepers, losers, weepers, and refuses to share whatever's in the chest until she finds it. And then Ion finds all that cash. Uh, so what did you kind of think of this intro opening part of the episode? Um, it was very cute. I liked um, the kind of mm-hmm. teasing that Izzy does where she's like, how do you like that space night? <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. it's very cute. Um, I forgot yeah. that it's an Area 62 truck that they find that we mm-hmm. get a line of dialogue that is like a ton of backstory. It's just like, oh, it was an old military base. Do you hear? And I'm like, yeah, more. I need to understand more about yeah. this. So, so. I agree. And as I was watching that, I have a feeling that like they did that on purpose to plant a seed because I would, I'm wondering if that has something to do with Amelia's backstory of her parents going missing. You know, I had not thought about that, but that is mm-hmm. also a very good point. Um, mm-hmm. I do want to say, That's what I'm thinking. it's a very, this is an example and there's a later on um, one that I'll point out when we get to it. But this Dino Fury does these things where it is like little seeds getting planted throughout the show yep. that eventually will pay off. Um, yeah. They've done it. They did it all throughout season one. They've done it all throughout season two. I just, I really love that. Um, also, yeah. I mean, the concept behind this episode is kind of gold in the fact that like we've seen Ion interacting with Earth. Um, aspects and kind of either misunderstanding mm-hmm. them or like being fascinated yeah. by them. So I love yeah. this idea of Izzy being like, oh, it's this thing that she uses it to get one up on him and then it gets turned back on her. And I'm just like, yeah, kind of so love that. I- <laughs> yeah especially when ion gets all that cash and like it's really fun because like it also reminds you that these are kids like at the end of the day like they're teenagers and uh it was definitely a fun moment i think uh but yeah after after they uh, go back to base to share the news about the cash, uh, Mucus finds the necklace and puts it on and finds that it can turn you into a giant mucus. Um, and, of course, our villains decide to use it with uh, Flapnerok, I think was her name, or F- 
I can't remember what the monster was. Yeah, Crap. that's what it's yeah. Like. That's what it was. It was something, either that or something along those lines. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, but we end up finding out that the monsters plan to use this, and it ends up being too powerful for their zords, and Ion is not able to be reached because he's out shopping and took off his comm. Um, so kind of with the Monster of the Week plot, what, how you feeling about that? What, what did you think of it, like their plan? Uh, it's... I, I like it because, like, it's a shock to them when it works mm-hmm. that it can make you bigger, and they're like, yeah. oh, we could use this. So, like... I like the fact that in this whole scenario, the villains are aware of how this process has to go. And that, yeah. like, once you go big, it's probably lights out for you. Um, I do yeah. want to shout out Mucus's voice actor, because you can yeah. tell they're having a blast. Um, oh, Especially yeah. in that scene whenever Mucus is big, and it's just like, mm-hmm. I hope some of that was them just riffing on the footage they had. <laughs> um, yeah, for sure. Uh, it's just a great job on them. Uh a thing that we kind of you know gets glossed over in this when when it's brought to them before we get uh, the reveal of the color for to Void Queen, we have this little moment with Void Queen and Tarek. Uh, yeah, she's kidnapped him as of last episode. He is in the containment thing, like thing that she was kept in um, that was keeping her alive, and Void Queen has this whole like gloating monologue to him. It just it's so good. <laughs> I love mm-hmm. it so much. Yeah. It's very, very high camp, high Power Rangers. Um, and yeah, and also uh, Void Queen's actress and suit actor do a really good job of like getting into the character and like having a lot of fun with it. Yeah. Um, and I like that. I think that's what makes this villain faction so more dynamic compared to some of the past villain factions. Mm-hmm. Um, because they lean more into the Power Rangers villain side of thing. Because I feel like the being a Power Rangers villain is way different than being just a villain, you know? Yeah, and what I, what I like about it in both the suit actors, uh, you know, performance and in the actresses, the voice performance, there's levels to it. Um, mm-hmm. Void Queen specifically, like when she's talking with like characters, like it's like very like kind of like bravado, like bra- broadness. But mm-hmm. the second she gets outside and she's talking to the, like the general, she is like quick and curt and is like where is this what are we doing come on move get out of my way it's this really yeah. great thing um i also wanted to shout out this line when she summons the sporex beast for this episode she calls oh, yeah. herself i am a void queen mother of sporex and mm-hmm. so i'm just like that's a big title to just heap upon yourself well i think it's kind of her way of trying to like Establish. bring them under her yeah because yeah, then immediately they're she, the monster's like hi mom like I, and I feel like that's also going to be a big part and hint to the backstory of Santora and Tarek. So, uh, I we, do want to shout out one moment that we kind of glossed over in the like Izzy and Ion. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a moment when they're in the base and uh, they're talking about this. What they're explaining to the other Rangers what happened, and there is this mm-hmm. argument going on between Izzy and Ion and. Uh, Zato, Ollie, and Amelia are stuck in the middle, and they do a thing where they have them bouncing between the two of them, like looking at Ion, looking at Izzy, looking at Ion, looking mm-hmm. at Izzy. It is so good and so well acted by uh, Russell, Hunter, and uh, Akai. Uh, it's very good. I just wanted to shout that out. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but uh, I, I do, again, you talked about the you know the voice performance for void queen and the like suit actor performance i think it is a really great synthesis there are like little movements that the actor in the void queen costume is doing and the like 
just the like vocal performance of the actress doing uh, voice mm-hmm. voice mean is like putting into it, especially the anime laugh that I love every mm-hmm. time she does it. <laughs> so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, it is really good. It's a lot of fun. So, um, but yeah, I think it's it's a fun episode and a really good idea overall. Uh, so as they fight the monster, they realize the only way they can really defeat it is by using the Primal Ultra Zord, which is the uh, same Ultra Zord that basically sent Ion and Zato into their slumber and destroyed their teammates. Uh, so Solon finds a way to make it work. They make the Ultra Zord and they get to use it in battle. Um, I know, Joel, for you, having seen Ryu Soldier, this is probably a little nostalgic, uh, <laughs> uh, but what did you think of the Primal Ultra Zord battle? Uh, this is what I was referring to earlier when we talked about the um, bringing back an element from earlier in the show. I really yeah. like that they bring up, like, Zato has a moment of, like, panic, like, and anxiety about mm-hmm. bringing the Primal Ultra yeah. Zord out, um, and I really like that as, like, a through character line of, like, he's just like, no, we can't do that. Last time we did that, it exploded. <laughs> um, and, and and I like when he's having this crisis, like the Rangers are like, well, you have to tell us because like you have to tell us what's going on because this is going to help us now. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I, I just really enjoyed that moment. And again, it's that thing of like a storyline being continued through. It's not a major yeah. focal point, but it is a point that's happened before. And they're like, hey, this is important to this character. And we're going to keep bringing this up. Um, mm-hmm. Before we also get to the Primal Ultra Zord, I do want to shout out one other like really nifty little uh, camera thing they did. Uh, so mm-hmm. after uh, uh, Flagnarok uh, beat destroys the the Ultra Zord formation that they had, um, and they're sent into the scattered pieces, the Rangers are knocked out of the cockpit. They do a great mm-hmm. shot of the Rangers falling out, um, which I love. It very, gave me very Mighty Morphin Power Ranger vibes uh, from that. Yeah. But then there's the sequence where Flagnarok shrinks. And she has to call and she's like, oh, you know, this, it must be out of juice. And the Rangers like, well, we have to get it. And then we proceed to get shots from Flatten Rock's perspective of the Rangers coming forward and being stopped by Hingeman. And it's a yeah. really just a neat shot that we don't get often. <laughs> it's from the mm-hmm. monster's perspective. Right. Uh, I thought that was really cool. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I think that's what makes it just a fun series overall. Like, I really do love how the show runs it. Yeah, it's just it's like again it's 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 not wholly different from what we've seen before, but it's just a slightly different way of doing it that I think is really interesting and cool. And it like we got some like really just neat kind of choreography too from it because the Rangers have to one comes forward, then gets knocked back, then another one gets to charge forward and gets knocked back. It was just really neat and really well done. I really wanted to shout that out. But mm-hmm. Primal Ultra Zord, uh, really cool. Uh, I also love like. I love the separate cockpits that they have, and I love whenever they yeah. put the Rangers in them. Because um, yeah. earlier we got, you know, Ollie, uh, Amelia, and Zato in one, and then Izzy and Javi in the other. Really love that. I think that's really cool. Um, I like the Primal Ultra Zord name. I think it's a really simple one. Uh, yeah. Because I believe in other seasons we've gotten really complicated with how, like, the zord names layer like it's a cool idea to do but sometimes it's yeah. like when you're doing the dino charge megazord packy formation or you know uh yeah. <laughs> like that that's not easy primal ultra zord just rolls off the tongue like you can say it very it easily it's very simple um it does it is weird that it's only three at three megazords uh and yeah. it's not all of them i think the redeeming factor of that is that the end battle you know the finishing move as all the zords come out and do a big beam 
Um, yeah. It is a cool Megazord. I do, one of my favorite things that they use is in the Sentai footage is when that Primal Ultra Zord lands for the first time and there's that explosion of the ground in front of it. I just was like, yeah. that's a really cool effect. Um, also, I like the fact that since the three Zords are a land-based one, air-based one, and sea-based one, this battle goes through each of those terrains. We get a mm-hmm. battle on the ground, a battle, a battle underwater, and then a battle in the air in space. Yeah. Uh, boy, it's wild. Uh, they just damage the moon, and no one's ever going to talk about that ever again. And if it happened in Sonic the Hedgehog fandom, it won't ha- it'll happen in the Power Ranger fandom. It's fine. I'm just like... I know Rita lived up there. You know, did they destroy the Bandora Palace when they knocked Flatten Rock into the moon? Maybe, or maybe they like dislodged Serpentera from the moon's uh, crater. Yeah, did they unlock some like cogs? Did some more uh, Beetleborgs fall from there? Right, right. (laughs) Well, yeah. What did you think of the Primal Ultrazord, though? Uh, I oh gosh, like. I, I remember seeing the footage of Mew Soldier whenever that uh, mech first appeared, and I love, like, that sequence of it, like, fighting in the sky, on the ground, under the sea, and, like, zooming back and forth. Like, it, I just think it's a really great example of, like, how dynamic the Super, on the Super Sentai side of things, like, how dynamic they've gotten with the action shots and some of the practical CGI versus the actual CGI. Yeah. Um... And, like, it's just, it's so great. It's, like, really great. And, like, it really shows how far tokusatsu as a medium has grown and, like, how it's developed. So I, I just really enjoy it. Like, it's, because, like, you still have, like, the clunky, like, slow motion movement of the robots. But then, like, there's also, like, these really dynamic shots. And it's just fun. I, I think it was a lot of fun. I remember that's, like, one of my favorite clips from Ryu Soldier that I saw as it was airing was, like, that moment. And I was, like, holy crap, that's awesome. Um, yeah, I also but, really loved, like, in the underwater one, it's, um... Yeah. So often in, like previous sentai usually it's just them on a like soundstage and they put like kind of a blue like wavy filter in front of it to like indicate they're underwater but i liked in this one how it's just like it's kind of a darker kind of color and then you can kind of see the bubbles coming up there's not it you understand they're underwater without having to like (laughs) like, Mm -hmm. be like it's all colored blue it's got a ripple filter on it (laughs) i yeah i liked how they communicated that they're underwater this time yeah Yeah. for sure so it was a lot of fun um and i definitely think that it it's going to be great to see this ultra sword in action and see what's going to happen next of it so i'm excited yeah and and again i do want to just like the mega fury saber is such a smart idea and i think a really good evolution of the um the like beast morphers gun that they had uh, because yeah it you know, there are so many Megazords in this season. There are so many different finishing attacks. But the way you make them all consistent is you summon the Mega Fury Saber, and that is what allows you to be able to do the final attack. Um, it's yeah. a really smart way to do that. And I, I, I don't know if that was their intention. It was probably just like, hey, we got to sell another toy like this. Um, but it, it's a smart way to unify something I think that sometimes can get just like... <sighs> In other Power Ranger seasons, because there are so many different variations of how they kill a monster, it becomes a thing yeah. where you just turn your brain off. Whereas now it's like, oh no, okay, we're summoning the Mega Fury Saber, that means we're about to finish mm-hmm. this. It's a, it's a really good way to like add a rhythm to the episodes that could yeah. otherwise not be there. Exactly. So it should be pretty good. Mm-hmm. But 
Uh, any other final thoughts about this episode or anything else that you really liked or enjoyed? Uh, just that final moment with Ion and Izzy I thought was really sweet. Um, again, you know, I think Jordan and Tessa are such good actors that, like, it really works because of them. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Because we've definitely had episodes that are similar to this in other seasons where, like, maybe wasn't as strong on the acting front. Uh, also, yeah. Solon saying BRB is just very good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love Salon. I, I had a moment when I was watching the episode earlier this morning, and I, I just realized, I was like, oh, we get another season of Solon. Yes. Oh. Like, yes. It, was, it was a kind of fun moment for me. I was like, oh, yeah, we do get more her. Um, but yeah, overall, a good, solid episode, and definitely leading into the mid-season finale of sorts for Dino Fury, and then we'll get to see the rest of Dino Fury as it airs. So, um, and as a reminder, Dino Fury Season 1 and Season 2 Part 1 are on Netflix, and Season 2 Part 2 will drop on September 29th. So get ready to see how Season 29 ends as we get ready for Season 30, which is really weird to say. It is. Um, it is, but it's it's a good thing. Like I, I, It's funny because like you, know, you have a TV show you like, and you always think about, like, okay, it's going to have to end at some point. But with Power Rangers, it just feels like I remember being a kid and like feeling like it would never end. Yeah. And granted, it did end for a little bit, but it was quickly brought back. So um, I'm excited to see the season 30 actually happen. So it's going to be it's going to be crazy. It's going to be wild for sure. And I'm I'm just again, like, you know, I brought up early. It's just this cast is so good. And I think, yeah, this, this protection team is so good. There's such a like lightning in a bottle that like I, I it's very mm-hmm. smart that they gave us more that we're getting more. yeah I yeah it cannot yeah, be said sure. enough that that is like the coolest part of this yeah well and the funny thing is too like they and and simon was actually uh doing some commenting on uh, cosmic fury but apparently the plan was that they were they planned for dino fury 3 this entire time like after they were finishing production up of dino fury season 2 so That's... i think they know that too and they were kind of like getting ready for that and they were like we have to keep this going so that's so cool it makes me very excited I, yeah I don't know. that makes me yeah. just very happy <laughs> yeah so i think it's it's a lot of fun and i'm really excited to see where things go um and also wild that i'm pretty sure we get like yeah we get the mighty Morphin 100 and then we get dino fury season 2 part 2 and oh then we get the pulsecom panel in the span of three days so that's that's gonna be a lot of fun i'm excited about that and i think it's gonna be really really intense so holy moly yep it'll be good realize that yeah so it'll (sighs) be a good time but um but you know before we before we wrap up for the week uh we just want to thank our listeners as always for listening to us rant and rave and fanboy and you know debate whether it's a collar or a necklace or whatever (laughs) it might be um (laughs) But, you know, we just, we thank you all for listening, as always. You know, this is episode 93, um, and we are on our own road to 100, so it's going to be kind of crazy when we actually get there. Um, but if you want to keep up with us, follow us on Twitter at MayThePowerPod. If you want to send us feedback or an email, you can email us at MayThePowerPod at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to be a guest host or just come in and kind of share your opinions on things, uh, you know, reach out to us. We would love to have you. Uh, we've had plenty of great guest hosts in the past, and we hope to have many more in the future. So it should be really good. Um, but if you want to find me on social media, you can find me on Twitter at BridgeMT3, and you can also find me on a slew of other social medias that I don't feel like listening at the moment. Uh, but Joel, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on most social media at Thespis Punk. 
That's right. Um, but, you know, just again, as always, thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us. And here's to many more episodes of Power Rangers, but also may the power protect you. So, yeah, thanks for joining us. And as always, may, may the, the power, power protect, protect you. you.